Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Thanks for being on the iSmart podcast. Here we, you know, we talk about, we have CEOs and founders that created multiple streams of income. On the show today, we have Andy Killian. Uh, Andy is the president of uh, Enterprise Networks on call, Enoch, um, low voltage contractor. He's licensed to be able to do this, this business and also president and CEO of Southwest Processing. Uh, Andy, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, and so you know you have multiple different businesses currently, just those two, um, and you've created multiple different streams of income uh, within those. Can you kind of describe those two different businesses, how they're related, and how you're able to manage both those at the same time? It sounds like they're um, they're both thriving industries. Um, so how are you able to do that? Yeah, um, well, actually, I got into one business in the nick of time. We'll, we can talk about that, but. Um... So in the, I started in the credit card processing space, uh, got kind of tired of getting laid off. I was a government contractor and did great work and business, you know, contracts would dry up, COOs would embezzle money, my department would get laid off. And so I wanted to work for myself and a friend of mine got me into merchant services and um, he got me working. He started me with one of the companies he was working with. Then he started working with several companies and brought me along with him, said like, you want to sign with this sales office? So um, quickly I learned like, you know, what to look for in these vendor relationships, these partner reseller relationships. But at the same time, I was just still selling credit card processing and no point of sale. Um, And it was not very fulfilling. Like, you know, it's very commoditized. Um, People are just asking you about price and I wanted to sell something more than a price. So one of the places that I was working with um, asked if I wanted to sit in on a webinar about point of sale systems got really interested in that because I saw that there's a lot of value you can add. You're not just giving somebody a cheaper price. You're telling them, you're giving them valuable data about the transactions they're doing. You're giving them the tools to grow their business. So I really dove into that and I ended up signing with another five or six, seven different point of sale um, providers. And um, then with those five or six point of sale providers, I can offer the five or six credit card processing relationships that I have. And then within that you can offer, you can buy your gift cards through different vendors, depending on who can do the encoding for the point of sale system you're looking for. Um, right. You can also sell this, uh, the services on top of that. Um, during that time, uh, I ended up running into a gentleman who was setting up audio visual systems and networks and, uh, in, in my territory. And I would install a point of sale system. And then the next week he'd come in, upgrade the network, upgrade the audio, and my printers would get kicked offline. <laughs> my clients would call me like like eight clients in a row in one area called Amazing. me and they're like, hey, we just got our network upgraded and our printers don't talk. I'm like, yeah, you need to call me if you're going to upgrade your network. All of this relies on it. So after having this happen about eight times, um, I sit down with the guy uh, named John 
John Wynn, um, and we start going like, hey, you're in the same place as I am. We work in similar fields. We're there at the same time, but we don't do the same thing. You don't want to do what I do, and I don't want to do what you do. Yeah. And so we ended up just tossing business back and forth, which eventually turned into Enoch. Um, we joined up as business partners. Um, I went and got my low voltage contractor's license to make it legit. And then uh, we have uh, teammates that now we send into, we can do residential and commercial. And essentially anything that has a cable or a screen and you yell at it with frequency, we install it and then you yell at us and then we fix it. Um, and nice. we do that for, yeah, residential hospitality commercial. So it naturally kind of flowed from one business and then into another. And it was simply just finding the solution and a business partner to be able to provide that service. Um, well, when did that, when did that happen? Uh, and what was the response, uh, as far as like revenue and, um, with your customers and things? Well, it was, um, perfectly timed. The point of sale space is hyper competitive. Um, when I was first starting it, like there were very few point of sale options available for tablet. When I say very, very few, there were about 400. Um, there are even more than that. You can just go on the app store and everybody's trying to make a hustle in the point of sale game. And it's, it's only gotten crazier. And then some credit card processors and other people found motivation to enter that space. Anyway, sorry. I feel like I'm going far afield of your question, but, um, I saw the writing on the wall. It's it's going to be tough to stay just doing credit card processing, just doing point of sale. It's going to get incredibly competitive and started to kind of look at other avenues as it was. Um, and so the timing of getting into low voltage, it's like, okay, cool. Now, even if I lose the point of sale deal, they're still calling my company to rewire the building. So like some of these other point of sale companies, they can offer the software, they can offer the credit card processing and the hardware. They don't install it for you. So my now I've got a company that's licensed to do all that. So even if I don't get the deal over here, I still get like a $4,000 rewiring contract because the point of sale company demands that you have new cat six cables. And so um, yeah. just finding the opportunities, even when you lose the deal. And how is that? Is it, has any of that changed during this time or, or is it kind of just stayed steady um, during this whole pandemic thing? A lot of people have, it's, it's complicated. It depends. Um, there, most restaurants, you know, the hospitality space is really tricky right now. At the same time, the hospitality space, they don't have money to spend, but they got time. They have free space in their restaurants to do major overhauls, to get security cameras yeah. put in, you know, to upgrade their networks and their point of sale systems. So it, it's not universal, but um, the restaurants that have figured out how to take their business online, keep income flowing, are definitely using this time with space in their restaurant to go ahead and move in another point of sale system or add um, add features that they've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, but it's not, it's, it's again, it's tough to say who, it's just restaurants. I, I guess I would say that the restaurants that have successfully migrated online are able to use us more and get more done that will help them when they go back to normal life. So business has been good. I mean, that's a great thing to hear because a lot of businesses have been making no money and it sounds like you've been pretty active. So, um, relative to other businesses, I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're not okay, then you're getting a bunch of money from the government, which makes it a little bit, you know, more okay. <laughs> we were doing okay last year and the government saw that. And so that's coming too. So you're correct. <laughs> yeah, that's super good. Um, so are these the two main ways that you've made money um, within within this space? Um, or are there any other uh, additional streams that you've created? 
Um, those are the main ways. So just partnering with several vendors, um, but within within each of those companies, you you're not just selling one thing. You're selling a, a bundle. So I you know started with credit card processing, added point of sale. I can sell point of sale and not sell credit card processing. So the trick is how to get both. And then also I want to be able to service it. I want to get paid on the service end of it. And also I want to find affordable hardware so that my markups generate more income for me. You know, like I can tack on the same price at MSRP, but if somebody's selling it cheaper to me, then I make more money. Um, So it's, it's really just the, the way of, generating the opportunities for me is um, in increasing the number of vendor relationships, uh, reseller partnerships. And I've told my team, like, this is what I want to focus on. If there's a product you think we should be selling, um, if there's a product that you think would broaden our scope, let me look at it. Um, and people call me all the time, like, do you want to sign up with us? I don't know. What are you offering? Well, we've got great rates. Okay, cool. I need something more than that. Like, yeah, we have to, there has to be a need in the, in the, in the in the public within yeah. the community and then provide that need in a in alignment with our current customer base and you know i think that's kind of a unique thing you've found that um and it's done pretty well for you sounds like how have you guys expanded uh within san diego um and are you guys nationwide or how does that work yeah i've got client i've um i've got clients in utah i've got clients in northern california 13 hours i'm gonna go install um new systems for them while things are a little slow i've uh Shoot, I've got agents in New Mexico. I've had I've got clients in Florida. Um, yeah, we're we're nationwide as far as the processing and point of sale side of things. Um, I have cool. had clients in Virginia and Chicago, but as far as low voltage contracting, our license only is for California. So you know, and if we're doing a security system or an alarm system, and you're in Florida, we can't really come out and monitor your alarm when it goes off from San Diego. So it's like your alarm right. went off and we're going to have to call somebody in Florida to go take care, take a look at it for you. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Certain things are easily expandable. Other things you'll have to have a little bit more procedures in alignment to be able to create the, the result that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, so within iSmart podcast, you know, we want to focus on uh, creating one, just different ways that people can branch out and reach out with one another. Um, and different ideas, uh, whether that's the, from people in the same space or, you know, in different spaces uh, and trying to really just uh, uh, grow like our knowledge and our uh, our impact in the community. And the one thing we always like to talk about is kind of how this COVID-19 has affected our businesses, how we've been able to focus on staying positive and growing through it. Uh, and it sounds like this hasn't really affected you too much, um, but can you kind of just talk about what has been affected and how it's how you've been able to overcome those challenges and and move forward through this time? Sure, uh, it has affected me greatly. Um, income is way down. The cool thing about the credit card processing side of things is that it's very low overhead. Mm-hmm. So any money that was coming in from there, um, there's almost no cost of goods attached to it. So even though that has shrunk. So I only get paid when people are swiping credit cards on that side, type, side of things. And obviously that slowed down a ton. So um, we took a big hit at the same time. Like we have people calling and saying like, Hey, I need your help getting set up with an online store. Hey, we don't like the online store that our current point of sale has. Can you get us set up with this? We change point of sale systems and we need this. Um, that that's coming, that's coming in and kind of padding it. 
um, it's it's been it's been rough. It's been rocky because we do on the point of sale side we have cost of goods. On the low voltage side we have cost of goods, and people you know if they haven't seen the equipment they don't necessarily want to float you the money. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have infinite credit. Nobody's credit is doing super well as far as I know in this environment, and we have to go and run our cards and hope that they see the security cameras and like yeah you're good. Um, it is, it's been tough and I'm, I'm a, I'm my own cautionary tale. Like I sell the tools to help people manage revenue and multiple streams of revenue and know more about it. But, um, you know, you got to stay on top. You got to audit yourself. You got to make sure that the people who owe you money are paying you and that you've accurately updated them when they add an online store and so on and so forth. So it's, it's, um, I found holes in my billing, uh, at the beginning of the year, I found a hole to the tune of about $20,000. And um, yikes, that That's would have been lot. nice to have last year. And yeah. <laughs> I've been gradually filling that up. Um, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's constant surveillance on, you know, are the people paying you that are supposed to be paying you? How do you enforce it? And um, how are you able to know? Like, what, what is it you're using to know that people aren't paying you? I think a lot of people that do, I don't know, let's say you have a detailing business, right? I think a lot of people starting out in the detailing business might be like Venmo's fine, PayPal's fine, right? Um, but that doesn't give you a whole lot of information. There's not like a report you can pull up that tells you this is what I made, this is who still owes me, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, you have to it, develop it and have an accountant kind of tear through everything, which is not only costly but time-consuming as well. Yeah, and and not only that, let's say they did generate a report of who still owes you money. How do you enforce it? You got to go get your contracts. You got to make sure those are getting signed. Right. Um, so like all those things are coming into play during this and people are like, well, we've been closed for a while. Well, this is an issue that's been outstanding for over a year. So right. this should have been handled before quarantine, which we still have a contract. It still matters. Even though courts aren't open, this will come into play. So I think you need to protect yourself um, as well as keep an eye on yourself, <laughs> audit yourself and protect yourself. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting um, change in the entire market, and it seems as if uh, Zoom and kind of internet virtual business meetings are happening more and more and more. Um, one thing within um, the second business that uh, we're developing, and we're using utilizing the podcast to help create this, is iSmart Networks. And iSmart Networks is um, essentially a buff a bunch of individuals just like yourself that have created, you know, multiple streams of income and you know, um, want, want to connect with one another, um, need to do business with one another. And, you know, I think that when you have a small group of people that think they can change the world, those are, those are the people that, you know, usually do. It's a, it's a famous quote. And, uh, what we do is we help connect people like, like Andy, um, with other individuals and for the, for the CEOs and founders that are listening to the podcast right now, uh, is there anything that maybe you would like to um, reach out to them or talk to them about in regards to your business and maybe co-collaborating or working with um, to strengthen your business and to grow? Um, one of my favorite things to collaborate with other business owners on is generate uh, building a subscription service model, uh, a SaaS model. Um, yeah. Services a subscription. Because it's that's super important. Yeah. <laughs> It's what my business has become. Um, I sit down with IT professionals and I sit down with house cleaners and I sit down with people that are just like, you know, I'm tired of chasing the one-off deal. It's like, okay, cool. Have you gotten your contracts done? No. Okay. Then how do you build an agreement that you're going to be paid? So start there. 
you know, I, I just like walking through the process of what it takes to do what I've done, which is build a subscription model. Um, it, Cause it's very exciting to me. Like it's, it's, it's beneficial for your clients. It's beneficial for you. You're not going to have that big peak of income at the beginning of a month. You're going to have this nice plateau like right. all month. That's And I sell the tools that kind of take businesses from this spike and Valley this peak and Valley kind of income stream mm-hmm. to smoothing it out. That's I know awesome. that on this date, I'm going to get paid by these people, this date, these people, or just, you know, one day, boom, this money's all going to hit. Yeah. That's uh, pretty powerful. Yeah. So, you know, anybody that's interested in trying to figure out how to take their business from a, from a, um, a break and fix model to a subscription a service as a subscription model, like I would love to talk to them about that. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, we will definitely connect you with everyone else. And if anyone, you know, wants to utilize, uh, Andy's businesses, his services, his expertise on being able to do that, I would definitely recommend reaching out to him. Uh, thank you, Andy. You know, we're, we're running out of time here, but I really, really appreciate, uh, you know, you being on the show today. Uh, is there any final words that you want to, uh, just let everyone know about how you can, um, how you'd like to connect with them? What, what, what are the, uh, what are the ways of connecting, um, with them either by email or what would you like? Email is always great. Um, feel free to call me, 619-251-8000. You can call or text me day or night. Also, andy at enoc.io. Andy at enoc.io. Um, you can reach me there and uh, just shoot us any questions you might have. Check out our website, enoc.io, for a big old list of all the different services we provide. Fantastic. All right, Andy, Andy Killian, founder and CEO of Southwest and is a low voltage uh, licensee contractor. I really, really appreciate your time on the show today. Thank you so much. We will see, hopefully we'll have you show uh, later on this year to see how your development is going and uh, you know, talk to you later. Sounds good. Thank you so much for your time, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.